Never do I have more important ideas than in the 10 seconds that I'm muted before we start talking while we're waiting on the music. I have all the things I want to say always right during that 10 second mm. window, Chris. Hi, my name is Sean Chiller. That's my friend Chris Ford, a.k.a. The Objective Geek of YouTube and Twitter. And this is Avatar The Last Podcasters, where we start off all of our shows with 10 seconds of Sean <laughs> thinking of important things. It's like being in the shower when you think of important things and you can't write them down yeah. because you're in the shower. You know, in this leadership program, and they, they went over this really good, oh, this really good sentence of like, your brain is really, your brain is for coming up with ideas and not keeping them. So when you come up with a good idea, you need to write it down. You have to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If I if I don't write it down instantly, and I mean pretty much instantly, <laughs> it's gone. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I thought you were going to have like a bigger story, but you actually just had a very functional, important piece of advice. And <laughs> everybody who's listening, write that down. Write down the fact that all of your good ideas need written down. Chris, somebody came to us with a pretty good idea, I would say. He wrote it down Ooh. in text. Uh, it's our buddy Theo sent us a message. And I think you had already kind of been aware of it. I had not been. But there is a, there's a TOF. I think it's literally just called TOF, an Avatar fan film. And it is a yes. fan film of pretty impressive quality that was put on YouTube a week or three ago, perhaps a week or three ago. A week ago. ago, I believe. So. A week ago. Excellent. I think I'm, when I watched it or when Theo sent it to us, it had been up for like three or four days. Yeah. So about yeah. a week ago. And uh, we just decided, hey, we have kind of a tight schedule this week. Always looking for opportunities for different little short one-offs. Mostly what we're doing is procrastinating on doing the <laughs> finale of book four. And so we thought it would be a pretty cool idea to watch this little fan film. Not really going to review it because it's a fan film, but we want to pitch it, talk about it. And it, I mean, you definitely should watch it. That's our ultimate reviews. You should go check it out. It's really well done. But Chris I was wondering if you wanted to take us through this, little, this, this lovely little YouTube production. Yeah, I will. I mean, I will review it, but then like a, you know, wait, okay. So, my standards for fan films are different, of course, than than uh, you know studio produced led films, and and so it's not the same critiques and things like that. Uh, also, it's not I'm not having the same expectations. Like, oh, I'm expecting this actress to 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 look like Toph, to sound like Toph, to be the right representation uh, for for Toph in this world and everything, and so. Um, so bear that in mind. Uh, but that being said, I thought it was a really, really solid fan film. For some reason, I am more open to fan films than I am with um, with fan fiction. Fan fiction. I can explain <laughs> I like... why I think both of us feel that way. Okay, like, please explain. I, this is going to sound really bad to anybody who writes things, and I'm not trying to trash on people. But to take an idea, to take a fan fiction type idea or a fan idea to this extreme, to this level of investment and time, uh, I mean, and to help us visualize it, it's it's just a next level effort. It's the difference between writing a script and producing a movie is what it amounts to. So I would agree mm -hmm. entirely. And when I'm watching a fan film, when I'm thinking about watching it for a different level or a different reason... I think, you know, it's not so much comparing it to other things as like 
or, or, or judging like it's casting or whatever so much as like, did it get across at a, a specific feeling or point? Um, did it, did, did a fan manage to reproduce this on no budget and, and get and translate a very specific feeling or point they were trying to make to me about something in this case that I love? Um, and I, I'd say that's what I'm looking for. And I'd say this one hits it on the head. Hmm. I'm still not sure. I'm not sure that it's a reason for me. Cause there are certain very well, I think well-made fan fiction series. I won't name them because I will sound like I am putting them down. Um, and some of them like take place like after Legend of Korra. For some reason, I'm just not into those. Like, is it because we don't, don't like know, reading words? <laughs> maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe. Uh, maybe, maybe because it feels less. This feels almost like a love letter, okay. if you will. And I feel like fan fiction almost feels like a, like a, oh, the writers did terrible on this, and I'm going to fix it by doing this, or I want to change this up and and this up, and. The me, writers almost... forgot that that Zuko and Katara were supposed to be together, <laughs> and I need to correct it. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's maybe maybe that's the reason why I, I am uh, a lot more open to to fan films because I, I feel like I, I feel and I can see the love for the series and and these. Um, so anyway, so on to this. So this Toph made Avatar fan film is really just like it takes really just Toph's little backstory with her learning earthbending from the badger moles. And it weirdly, I say weirdly, it, more like impressive. That's really what I want to say. It impressively takes that more like 30 second little clip and spans it to seven minutes. Um, now, if this film was within a larger story, to me it would be like too long. It's like, oh, you don't need seven minutes to tell this story. Like they told it in 30 seconds in the show. But within as within the confines of it being its own short film, I feel like it was the appropriate amount of time and everything. <clears throat> um, things I, I really liked about it, I think the actress playing Toph, her name is Harley Queen. Her last name is Queen, oh, apparently. Yeah, um, I actually did a really good job. Like for a for a child, one thing: child actors aren't sometimes they're not that great. That's all. It's child. already a different, like apples to oranges, and we've got a child actor. Yeah, and like, so child actors generally aren't that great. Fan film actors aren't nearly as good as usually. I'm saying aren't nearly as good as like actors and big budget productions things like that. But I would put this child actress up against any actor that I was. I thought she did a really good job. Um, she. Uh, there's there's two, I think moments where she did really good. Just like the when um, there's a scene where she just like Toph in the, in the show when she first meets the Bachelor, she like there's a little laugh and tickle. I say tickle, but that was done really sincerely. Um, and there's a moment where she does her earth bending, which her eyes sort of change color. And I don't know, that is a good job of showing that like this whole new world or the whole new sense have been opened up to her, but not in like a, like a, oh, cool kind of way, more like a, oh, you see the world differently kind of way. Um, some people latch onto the, this moment at the end where she smirks. But for some reason that doesn't, like that's, you know, a nice little smirk, but that's, that wasn't the big, that wasn't the, the nuanced part to me. Um, 
Anyway, so so yeah, the fan film pretty much covers uh, Toph kind of running away, getting lost through the woods and and through a cave and getting saved by Badger Mole. Um, the difference here between this and the show is that she it shows more of her getting lost and things in the woods, and it shows um, her finding her way out and finding her mother. Uh, so that's kind of what was expanded about. I uh, I think. Uh, I, well, first of all, I agree with you on all fronts. It like a really nice job of taking a, a high impact, like thirty second clip, and turning it into like a small story. That yeah, there's there's no other medium in which we would need seven minutes of this, but they did. They they yeah. picked it. They told it. They they delivered it. Um, I think my favorite part. So it's a. Uh, I wasn't a. Uh, I don't know how to, again. I don't know how to say any of this without sounding too critical for what it is. Like I wasn't like blown yeah. away with any of the acting or, or the costumes or anything, except for the one thing I thought is they had a really good camera and they did a really good job of picking and tying together their shots, like the literal film. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. There's I a shot. That, like, there's a shot where. Oh, sorry. Keep going. Uh, what I I guess in short is that's kind of like as a as an aspiring film creator or whatever, that is the thing you can control. It's like, okay, you got to work with a child actor and a limited CG budget because you're not a, you know, I don't know who you're getting to do your high end CG work or whatever. It's like, so all that pretty understandable. Uh, but the part that they could control, like their filming, their framing, their camera, like I thought they knocked that part out of the park. I was extremely impressed. Uh, to, with the, with that more than anything else that I was watching, just actual film yeah. Frame by frame. Yeah. Yeah, there was a shot that Toph is like up against the wall, right? And you you're not and it's pretty closed in, right? And then it's it pans over to this other part of the wall where it opens up and you're and even as a viewer, you're not sure what it is. And, oh, there's just some really good uh cinematography there with how the gates opened and how it sorta of, uh the outside sort of creeps in. I don't know if that was done purposely to kind of show I don't know either, but it worked. Yeah. Um, but, oh, yeah, I thought, yeah, it was pretty well shot and, and yeah. uh, EP'd, if you will. That's just, um, like I said, controlling whatever, what what that artist in particular, controlling what he could control, you know, what yeah. was within his sphere of control. That being said, again, uh, you know, it's not like the costumes, the acting was all was all good, at least for what you expect. What What little, like, kind of, I don't know if it's CG, but just like what what little animation type things they had in there. Um, when yeah. she did the uh, her, uh, I, I always forget what to call it the Sonic Sense, the the seismic sense. Seismic sense. Thank you. Come on, Sean. Sonic. If that sense. was Sonic, a that was a trivia sense. question. <laughs> we all have Sonic Sense. We, <laughs> we hear things. Um, all those things like they were fine, and it all the tone was very well matched and everything, but. Uh, I would say that weirdly, like, okay, so I'll bring it in my Shyamalan two moments here. Um, One thing, you know, I'm not the type of person that that, that (laughs) likes to, I'm not, I'm, I'm not nearly as negative as I feel like as I used to be on, on the, uh, the last Airbender movie, but like, it's, and also I kind of hate sometimes when people are too hyperbolic about fan fan, they're like, oh, this is, or not even just fan of films. It'll be like, it'll be like, so, um, RDC World One has this, uh, YouTube ch- channel, which is a great YouTube. I love their YouTube channel, but they have this series called Avatar The Last Hoodbender. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, 
and the elements are like boxing, guns, sneak attacks, stealing, and then, <laughs> anyway, and like so there's like bending sort of in it, and then people be like, oh, this this is like better than the movie. They're, well, they say the effects are better than the movie. I do think the actual YouTube clips and the series is better, more entertaining really. than Actually, the movie. It's more entertaining, yes. Um, but people be like, "Oh man, this CG is probably better than in Avatar." I'm like, "You guys are being hyperbolic there." Like, <laughs> like I, I sure I want to crap all over the my show movie as much as anybody, but I just want to keep things in perspective. If you yeah. Yeah, that being no, said, like... sorry, I interrupted. Go ahead. Uh, I was saying that being said, I do think the acting in this is better than probably any of the acting in the last Airbender film, besides um, the acting by done by. Um, Dan Fry, the same Shaw, who plays Iroh, and and um, ah, I can't think of his name from Some Dark Millionaire. Are Are you the objective geek, Chris? Chris Topher? Jeez, are you? It, uh, oh my gosh, the acting is so horrible. <laughs> are you the Avatar? Um, and that guy's in other movies, and I'm sure he's a nice guy. I shouldn't be that mean to him, but that that's guy's, tell. That's his name. Yeah, that guy's in other stuff. Actually, he does a good job in a couple of different scenes in it. Like, I get the Zuko-ness of it. I would have... Oh, no, I no, no, not mind... Zuko, the Soka, quote-unquote. Oh, my god, That guy. Oh, that yeah, guy's yeah, yeah. in that other guy's movies. Terrible. He was in Twilight. Yes, like, Twilight. Yeah, I don't know why I remember. Oh. His I mean, okay, but he was Twilight. in Twilight and this, so I guess that does kind of make sense. Never mind. <laughs> it doesn't. Kristen what? Stewart is actually a great actress. And but she wasn't Robert in Pattinson. the first. It is like universally well accepted that in the first Twilight, she's kind of painful to watch. She got better. I don't remember. She got like I, I watch those movies with my wife. I'm not happy about it, but I do it. She got better. The first one, she <laughs> is borderline painful to watch <laughs> on screen. But good for her. Yeah. She improved. <laughs> Maybe the directors improved um, too. You know, all of you left. Chris, what yeah. I got, I have a. a I, I, I don't know why I had to throw this out there, but when you talk about people like hyperbol- hyperbolizing things, like just a little too much, I think there's I'm Heather and I are in this like really big craft beer kick, like because we both like dark beers, and Heather likes trying things. I'm like, all right, we well, go buy things, we'll try them together. It's fun, it's bonding, whatever. Something about craft beer people who brew their own beer, and they always have like <laughs> one buddy they know is like, man, his beer is better than the real deal or whatever. <laughs> you try that beer, and you're like, I can't talk to this person anymore because this is going to come up. <laughs> this is not true. Uh, and I don't know what it is about <laughs> that community. If Listen, if you craft your own beer and it's very good, that's great. Just be honest with yourself. Yeah. Um, oh, there's something else I was about to say about M.I. Shyamalan. Uh, I watched, like, the behind the scenes of, of this fan film and the director slash writer slash producer and everything. He was saying that the scenes of Toph, like, catching her clothes on wilderness stuff, he was like, I took that straight from uh, The Village. Because <laughs> there's... You ever seen The Village? Nope. Uh, but I'm okay. familiar with the concept of the giant chicken monsters, yes. I am not familiar with Right? Is that the yeah. village? I don't right. know. The bad it's been a while. Are just like big lizard legged chicken type. They're... What? No? Different movie? Let me. All right. You keep talking. I'm going to look it up. So, the, anyway, the village is like. Uh, so, the village is like there's, there's this village of people, and they're all like 
dressed like 1600 type of maybe like 1800 1700 type of stuff like red riding right hood type of deal anyway the main character she's blind in it and something happens in the village like something attacks and they're like listen you need to go out to find someone to help us and only you can do it and and she's blind she's like well why the heck why me anyway she goes out to try and find help for something um and it turns out the big twist is that this isn't taking place in the 1600s it's actually taking place in modern times they sent her out to get help because she's blind she wouldn't be able to tell anyone anything when I haven't seen the movie in a while, but that was the the real monsters were like the people trying within the village, trying to scare the people within the village to stay in the village because the village was safe type of deal. Um, anyway, point yeah, being, but the monsters is, look pretty terrible. Yeah, point being <laughs> is that there's a scene in it where the main character gets like goes through uh, trees and gets clothes stuck in things and he was inspired by that he probably likes the village but hey if he does great for him just weird seeing hearing that uh similarity like just full circle yeah yeah uh i vaguely remember liking the village well enough other than just the the monsters in quotations just being very like cheap and out of place feeling like it's just not the monsters Mm -hmm. but i liked the twist and everything there i like vaguely remember liking it um, and up to that point, I didn't have a ton of reason to not like Shyamalan because before that, the only one I would have seen would have been the Bruce Willis one, which was good. Well, there's two of them. Uh, there's Unbreakable uh, and there's Sixth Sense. Um, I presume I had seen the Sixth Sense at that time, and if not, just aware of it culturally, like it was such a cultural yeah. phenomenon. Um, yes, I'd even forgotten that was Shyamalan, to be honest. So up at that point, is, I had I... no reason not to trust him, I guess, because I like the village well yeah. enough. Uh, I did not. Uh, things I love, like half in my Shyamalan movies, and then the other, and then the another quarter or so I, I hate, and I'll never watch again. And then there's like two other films I'm just like, eh, yeah, I had a fine time watching them. Um, like The Visit, I thought was was kind of fine. I was, um, I wasn't. I was on on the visit train. Even, but even like uh, the two. What's I keep thinking? I can't think. Of the Unbreakable, happening. Unbreakable. Oh, Unbreakable Assistance. What's the next two that signs. came like a decade later? Uh, in that so series, his, his movies are Signs, Unbreakable. Wait, no, Assistance, Unbreakable, Signs, and then I think The Village, and then he did The Happening. And then he did um, that movie with Jaden Smith, Earth something. And then he did The Happening. Oh, I already said that. And then, uh, oh, Lady in the Water is terrible. Oh, That's a gosh, terrible Lady movie. in the Water. <laughs> what, but what, what are the two um, in the, in the Unbreakable village. trilogy, though? Oh. Um, the ones you kind of like. Uh, I love those movies. Um, oh, my God. There's Mr. Glass, or just it's just called Glass. That was the most recent one. And then before that was Split. Like those two, I did kind of like them, but in a totally different way than I liked Unbreakable. Mm-hmm. But it felt really hard. Like it felt like M. Night Shyamalan trying really hard to get back on the map with like a certain vibe or type of movie. Mm-hmm. And so the whole time I was watching it, there was still like this weird essence of 
like this movie is just trying to trying really hard to like fit within the current scope of of movies, the current landscape of movies. And then I recently watched Old, which uh, was fine. It just came. It's was, it was the most recent movie. It was like I don't know. I kind of hated the twist, or at least I hated what happened. I guess. I don't know. It was also fine enough watch. I watched it while I was doing some magic figure repainting, and so I'm not the like biggest critic. When I yeah, did. yeah. Mm. Anyway, we've been talking for 20 minutes now, Sean. I told you about a film that, <laughs> that was seven minutes long. Hey, but you know, I, again, not really reviewing it, but at a minimum, our review is this thing deserves a watch. If you, you it, should again, go watch it. It's really not fan fiction. It is just a slightly elongated interpretation of a real thing in a story that you love. And uh, go watch it. And if he liked it, give that guy a thumbs yeah. up. He deserved that guy or girl and or his uh, friends and family uh, thumbs up or whatever because I think yes. it's well earned. It's called. Oh, and the actress, uh, the actress does actually sound like Toph. Like if you listen to her and some behind the scenes things, like she actually sounds like Toph. But this, she didn't have any dialogue in the, in this. I would kind of I would have liked more just dialogue. from like a. But they you got like a scream, and. Uh... <laughs> Right okay. from the actress, you got to scream. Yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, go watch it. Thanks for watching this or listening to this. My name's Sean. That's my friend Chris Ford, a.k.a. The Objective Geek of YouTube and Twitter. Next week, we promise that we're maybe possibly going to do a regular episode. Possibly. <laughs> most likely. <laughs> we will see you then. Thank you so much. Are you are you beatboxing? No, I'm no. much better beatboxer than that. I, Not I to say I'm a good one. I thought so. I, I I believed in you. It felt like your effort was half-hearted. Mm-hmm.